welcome to Sonic Talk episode 614, recorded today, Wednesday, the 8th of April, uh, where, well, uh, this is kind of lockdown territory. We've all been kind of uh, uh, kept indoors for a long time, so we're ente- endeavouring to bring you our usual Sonic Talk uh, positivity and uh, <laughs> ways to, you know, fill your time. Uh, hopefully we'll entertain you for the next hour or so. Uh, this is obviously a podcast to do with music production, music technology, uh, live performing, uh, software software, hardware, synths, you know, all the stuff that goes around uh, music technology and creating music records. Don't make, do people make records anymore? Tracks? I don't know. Digital content. I, I don't know. Whatever it is. Anyway, I also want to say thank you very much to our friends over at Isotope who will be providing a prize. Uh, if you are spending a lot of time working on those unfinished tunes, you might want to mix them and Ozone 9 will certainly help you. Ozone 9 advances. What's up for grabs? Be about halfway through the show. We'll do the little uh, tease there and uh, you can stay tuned and join the competition. Yeah, I Actually, and while I remember, I totally forgot and this is really a miss of me because we're organising this thing the whole time. This super booth at home is going ahead you know we're still trying to get people to kind of commit to uh, doing videos and coming along and showing us their products virtually uh, was they're starting to happen but i i should have put this at the beginning of the uh, um of the whole thing because you know people might not watch all the way through but if you are thinking about it, it there is no charge for this we're just we're going to get as many done as we can to go out during the super booth weekend so we've only got a, a limited amount of time left and each one would probably need a bit of a, a tech check to make sure that the cameras and stuff and the audio routing works but if you're making something you were going to be at super booth you've got a product that you want to announce Get in touch. We'll look at uh, use the Sonic shows at sonicstate.com email address, and we will do our best to fit you in and try and get something shot. We've started shooting. It's going to work. It's just you know we need everybody to kind of step up and just go. Okay, right, I'm ready. You know, and so uh, mm. and you can go to. Uh, I've made a uh, as I said, we made this document, which is the uh, super booth at. Uh, we were we are calling it Q Sonic slash. I think we probably just go with super booth to be honest. Um, but uh, it's bitly slash remote vid one word and that'll take you to this document which will just give you a kind of insight into the sort of tech you might need uh, and how it might set up so please do uh, do that uh, we're, we're gagging to get more people in I mean it may be that we have to sort of long tail it a little bit and it doesn't all happen in those three days but we're, we're doing our best to get as much in as we possibly can so uh, do get in touch we need we need more people um but in the meantime, let's uh, say hello to a few of our guests. I, I seem to always go from right to left. Uh, so I'm going to go from left to right today. Gaz Williams, how are you there in Bristol? Bass oh, player. I'm normally I'm normally last to be introduced. Ah, well, I've, I'm I'm mess- I'm changing it all up. <laughs> I, was, I was nodding off. Hey, oh, whew. um, yes. Uh, well, firstly, I hope everyone's okay. And if you have been affected by this, then oh, my goodness. But uh, Great to be together and great to be here. So thank you so much. I mean, you know, but yeah, big love to everyone out there though. Gosh, my goodness. Still, I'm still finding it quite a stimulating time personally, um, just because of the enforced nature of it. Um, And gosh, loads to talk about, isn't there really? I mean, you know, I'm sure we're all having- I do hope so. Interesting. (laughs) Oh, oh. Your mic's just, can I just say, I think the gain on your mic is just tiny bit hot it's just burning up a little bit just just maybe a couple of dibs and then we'll be all right but that yeah well look i'm actually talking to you through the silver bullet the louder than liftoff silver bullet and i can swap here between this is an api uh preamp uh now but i can just swap this uh well the the gain stage it's not an api it's based on an api i should say and i can swap it to a neve now i'm on neve Oh, there, there was a difference, but you're also closer, yeah. so you got a bit more bone proximity. Is it sad you have to say, and now I'm on Neve? And now I'm on Neve. I'm on Neve. Now I'm on Behringer. But I need, now I'm on Neve. Yeah. Neve and API, though. It is Britain versus America a little bit, isn't it? So maybe it, maybe it was kind of, um, you know, a little bit biased. Okay, so that's API. That's API talking in the API style. And now I'm flicking to the Neve. Now, Slightly uh, I, darker and warmer, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, but the API is much more transient, actually. So if you put mixes through it, which uh, I've got a video of this coming for Sonic State. So just uh, this is a, little, a, little, a little plug. But um, yeah, so what, what's the verdict then? API or Neve for today? API Neve. or Neve? Neve? Ne- he gets the Neve. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Neve vote. Okay, that's excellent. Well, oh, thank right. you, Gaz. Yeah, and, and do stay tuned uh, for the review of said unit. And we also have Mr. Yoad Nevo, who is there in uh, Nevo Sound or Nevo Sound in London, where he's in lockdown, but his house and his studio are in the same building. So he's basically, he can commute to work. You could, I guess you can take the lift or you can take the stairs or you could abseil down the outside of the building. Whatever takes your fancy, right? Exactly. I'm not, I'm trying not to get to the outside of the building as much as possible, but yeah, I can get access to the studio and this is really great and I'm very grateful and I feel very lucky that I've been able to continue working and developing some really serious and uh, amazing stuff for waves that we're working on. Old waves have been um, working from home since um, this is the fourth week. So since everyone has started to work from home, we've actually, so they've prepared it and everything. And it seems to, and we actually released two products while everyone was working from home. And it's, it's amazing. And I spent many, many hours, um, you know, on meetings and, um, it's it's very it can, challenging it, and interesting and it works it works yeah and, and it's great. it definitely it can be done can't it it can be done yeah absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Can be done. i think the yeah. thing that we're finding because we've got uh in our street i don't know it's probably happened in many streets around the world is you know you get a whatsapp group for kind of local residents and so we've got to know the uh, the business of various other people and a lot of people want to work from home but in many cases if it's sort of a governmental type of a, a department it's a question of getting the laptop you know because there aren't enough laptops for everybody to work at home because usually they would have a pool of them yeah. that are available for you know people who are off ill or you know maternity leave but not like the entire workforce so that's a bit of a challenge and you know it's not a question if i've got a laptop you can borrow it because it needs to be you know has to be installed yeah. with all the right stuff yeah. and security and whatnot but uh, definitely something to to look out for but uh, nice to have you yoad of course uh should i should mention we shot a couple of things with yoad uh, a couple of weeks back remotely and it worked really well i mean hopefully we'll get to do some more and they'll be coming along sometime i'm sort of saving them for when we maybe haven't got and um, what i'm saying i'm saving when there's nothing better that's not what i mean at all i'm saving them for when <laughs> there's you. when there's a I hole really in, the, it, in the a hole in the editorial <laughs> schedule so we don't get any gaps i think is what i'm trying to say um but very poorly um anyway uh, we also have mr charles chicky reeves who's there in a studio in London uh, where uh, you're wearing a very fine synthesis t-shirt there sine wave square wave sawtooth oh what's the one below that's a sort of is that uh, noise that's like an impulse that looks yeah, like a, a hi-hat pulse wave this is a <laughs> shirt from I can't remember I got the shirt from they got it while I was on tour uh, yeah some synth company gave it to us but yeah uh, it's the, at least three of the basic waveforms of synthesis yeah absolutely so, um yeah, and uh, similar to Noad, I actually Noad. <laughs> I uh, you know, luckily my studio is in my sort of home compound, which is which is good. So uh, I don't have to go outside much. Although I have been going outside to to uh, run or to cycle, but never in more than a pair. So I'll I'll take my my daughter out. Yeah, my thirteen year old. But uh, yeah, we've been so we've been getting out a little bit and then going get provisions and so forth. But otherwise, spending all of the time here in the house. And uh, I'm I'm getting a lot of work done though. It's great. Uh, uh, no, no, that's that's the wrong way to put it. It's not great, but it's workable. It's it's I can I can deal with it. Yeah, it's interesting how uh, I mean I think at the very beginning of this I think I called it the new normal. Um, and it, it's amazing how one forgets, I think, how adaptable the human race is to, to, to change. I mean, you know, the, you hear of people in, you know, way, 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 way worse situations that adapt to this kind of normality and just kind of manage, just get along. And that, I suppose that's what's being tested. And we are capable of doing it. And it's, you know, it's, it, it's probably something that doesn't come very often, uh, certainly for, you know, better off parts of the world we don't have to deal with that kind of thing very often it's probably good for us to just have a reminder of like okay you know you need to sort of yeah knuckle down and, yeah. and, and re recalibrate every once in a while and that's probably a good thing i hope yeah. um yeah at the very least okay. anyway I don't, I don't want to dwell too much on all of this this business um what what i was going to um what i was going to actually talk about because one of the things that came up um Oh, we had two tap two two topics because uh, when we did the shoot with Yoad, he used uh, a piece of technology which is very useful called Audio Movers. Uh, and actually, I play a little bit of video, but th this is th this topic was really to do with 
useful things that help you work remotely. And we're not just talking about video conferencing, but there are other sort of little utilities and things that don't work. And this is called uh, Audio Movers uh, to Listen To. And this was a review on Pro Tools Expert. I'm just playing a bit of their video. Hi, and guys. Th thank you for here from Pro Tools Expert. And in this video, I want to show you this. This is Listen To by Audio Movers. Now, Listen To is a plugin that you put on, let's say, your master track in your DAW, Pro Tools in this case, and then you can use this to stream audio from your DAW to web browsers. So let me give you a typical application for this. Right, it's quite a long-winded introduction, but that kind of covers most of it. It's, it's re so it's basically a plugin that contacts a remote streamer that you send a URL to somebody and you get this high quality stereo 24-bit in some cases, I mean, depending on the bandwidth, but quite low latency output from your DAW that you can give to other people. So for instance, if you're normally mixing with people in the room, you can send them this URL, they can hear it. When we did it with Yoad, uh, we... Uh, he was outputting his desk and I was listening to it. It was, a, you know, it was about half a second later, but it means I can hear more with more detail what was going on. And I know, uh, Charles, you've been using it as well, and I recommended it to a friend, uh, Ned Rush, who was trying to figure out a way to get quality audio from a stream uh, when he was collaborating for a, for a performance. And it just seemed really good. And, and it turns out um, that, uh, well, you've started using it. What has your, been your experience first? We'll come to you, in a second. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. <laughs> Okay, so my 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 first setup was, I had uh, I had this laptop that I'm talking to you on, connected to a Motu interface, and I was I had WhatsApp open on my phone next to my main studio computer right behind me, and I was talking in real time to the to the client and this client I've been doing this mixing project with in uh, LA, so I was talking to him in real time. And then I would play some play something and YouTube stream it to him to get the highest quality audio. Um, YouTube stream it to him, and he would hear it about what well, depends on how I set it up. It's somewhere between ten and forty seconds later, which when it's twenty seconds, it's it's workable. When it's forty seconds, it's very unworkable because that extra twenty seconds just feels like an eternity. And then, the, of course. Then I tried doing things like I would set up a mic so that he could hear me making commentary while something is happening, you know, and I would do stuff like, you know, like different. <laughs> he would get up and go to the kitchen or something. And I think, okay, well, and I would just, because he's not there without thinking, I would like maybe belch really loud or something. And then, then he'd come, come back later. within the 20 second window <laughs> and suddenly he's like, whoa. <laughs> just, so it was like, it's like a slow moving train that's just going to crash into something. You can't stop. You know, what am I going to do? Cut the stream? You know? 1970s so, transatlantic uh, phone call. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so that, that was great. The YouTube thing was great because I could show him like a live view of the screen so he could see what I was doing. But then we with the latency, we, we were like, you know, it's just not that important for him to see what I'm doing and more important what he's hearing. So you had spoken to Yoad about the, uh, about listen to from audio movers. And then I thought, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get, while I was in the middle of a session with him and the latency was so much, I thought, okay, well, I'll, I'll give this a try and see how, see how it works. And I got the, I loaded the, got the plugin, uh, installed it went for the went for the free one week trial or whatever and within about five minutes i went ahead and paid for like a year of membership because like, this is amazing it was um i was streaming to him uh initially i was streaming 16-bit pmc uh or pcm and then um i set it for a one second latency because i was afraid that you know anything higher it might it might crash it and uh I and then he said, "Yeah, this is great. You know, this is perfect." I go, "Let me try one thing," and I bumped up the latency to the smallest possible setting, and it it worked periodically. Just because it was just trying to stream so much audio, it would drop out occasionally. So I backed it off just a little bit. No problems for the rest of the session. It's been it's been great. And this is a guy that normally, whenever he wants to mix a track, he'll be kind of a last minute thing. He'll he'll uh say hey I, I want to do this track do you, do you have any time he'll try to fly over with his hard drive if he can and, and now he he doesn't have to spend that money to fly over because he just needs to hear what i'm doing that's it and it, this certainly beats the the old way of you know people would send me tracks i would mix something 
send a, an MP3 or whatever back to them, they would sometime within a three to 10 hour time frame listen yeah. to it and make notes, then send that back. You know, usually it makes like, you know, for one, one song that I could normally do in about a day, I'd spend three or four studio days doing it. It was just, and I, I was not liking doing it. And I don't think the clients liked it at all. But since I switched over to first streaming and now this audio movers thing, it's my business is like every day it's staying busy it's staying booked it's fantastic and it works as a plugin um you just put on your master bus or you can do a I, what i've done for him is i do have a separate bus before my master bus i put it on that because i also want to root in a microphone so i can you know talk to him uh through the through yeah. the session you know because like and also there's i want to i haven't tried it yet there's a version or there's another plugin that's part of this that where he could record vocals at his place to while I'm playing the track back and then it would print here as well. Oh, so wow. okay. I got it. I have to, I have to use it yet. I mean, I haven't had time because we've been busy mixing stuff, but there are a couple of vocal lines he wants to redo. So we're going to try doing it with that. Because it, mean, it, it means he can use it, his same mic and his same acoustic yeah. space and all that stuff. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's really fantastic. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's changed everything. Changed everything. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, and th this is a couple of years old, and it turns out you, you had, you've got some kind of uh, involvement in this, right, Yoad? Um, yeah. Uh, my good friend, Igor Maximenko, um, who I've known for many years, and he works for, I've known him from working at Waves together for many years, and he's a great guy and a good friend. And um, there was a situation where he was in Kiev, um with some really <laughs> excellent coders and they were looking for stuff to do and we sat down together and we threw up a, uh threw a few ideas uh, up in the air and i thought that something like that would be really nice because unfortunately we have to discover it at a time like that how useful it actually is but for me I've been working remotely for for many years, so that that has been always something that um, that I've missed, um, and yeah, and that's how it it came to be. And yeah, it's a really really useful um, plugin, and it can transmit <laughs> up to thirty two bit PCM. So basically, it means that what you're hearing on your door, which is the mixer, is thirty two bit or sixty four bit, but the audio runs a 32-bit um, floating point, and that's exactly what you're going to hear at the other end. So that's if your bandwidth allows it, and I never had any problems. I work at 32-bit, um, and it's always been fine, and it's solid. Mm. You can you can listen to it on, my, on your phone as well, which is very handy because you don't have to be in front of a computer. You just log in from your uh, browser uh, on your phone, and you you have you know you can listen yeah. with the headphones so you can transmit it to you can set up the the number of people that can log in so you can limit the number of uh, of people that log in uh if you if you like uh you can set a password um, it just seems like a very simple idea. I mean, th th this is the screen here. I mean, it is a pay. The, the plugin is free, right? Mm -hmm. But the service you pay for. So, you know, if you might need it for a week, you can pay it for a week or a month or a year. I, I think I'm right in that. Yeah. 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 Gaz, I'm thinking, because you do a lot of mastering, don't you? I mean, it's like, you know, you have people coming in and you might want to play because you things like right. kind of how long is the gap between the tracks? Is the crossfade yeah, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. you, need, you need to be there for that because if you had to send an MP3 and people were listening mm -hmm. to the entire album and then making notes, mm -hmm. it, it would very much slow the, the cycle. You want it sort of done at the time because if people are paying by the hour, for instance, it makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it makes me think, you know, obviously Steinberg, and we've talked about this recently on the show, Steinberg's VST Connect, something that they've brought out a number of years ago now uh, to achieve similar goals but but deeper actually you know being able to do that full independent monitor mix and be able to you know you can record it all with a fast preview uh, mp3 type preview and then it'll record all of the you know like maybe multi-track drum track off uh and then upload once offline you know once the uh yeah we, we've tried that and it's just not just not really ready for prime time this is a simple solution. well right that's 
that's it. So that incredibly sophisticated approach that Steinberg have taken, you know, this this just kind of cuts to the chase really for what you kind of need. So that's that's really help, uh, handy. I'm waiting at the moment though on um, Steinberg are going to be releasing hopefully i mean i know how things are but hopefully releasing a new version of uh, vst studio pass imminently it's due out in a in april so hopefully that's going to come sooner rather than later and that is a like a free app and it's a it's to a, insert rather than the more complicated thing of the vst connect this way just allows you to sort of insert a guest into your um cubase session um so again similar uh, but i'm 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 hopeful that that um that that's going to be ready soon because for precisely the reason that you said you know um but there is something though i mean if you've got the client there in real time and listening um <laughs> it's if you do a, a session for like say 8 hours um working unattended uh those eight hours can be spent, you know, it will take, say, eight hours to do an album, for instance. Um, but those eight hours can be spent in whatever order you, you like. But having these really intensive short sessions, I think, can be, um, you'd probably be able to get a lot more done a lot quicker. So I wonder if that would actually impact on the price of what people would likely to I don't know, really. I mean, session. I suppose, yeah. Well, I, I guess the thing is, you don't have to worry so much about uh, the furniture or uh, getting dressed or you know <laughs> any of that kind of stuff. Having 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 special being presentable in friend uh, lactose in uh, uh, intolerant people. That's like right. That yeah, well. that's right. Yeah, get it. So I mean, but for some people, it's. It, I mean, this just seems like a useful solution, and uh, for people who need to real time monitor what they're doing the other end, and it it, mm. it just seems like there are, there are we've we've spoken about the real time collaboration stuff, which is sort of bi directional, but this just seems like a it's a very simple thing for you're doing a mix, you can sort of be there in person without having to be there, and that's that's apt for this. Um, well, I thought. Well, really. I was going to add that, like one of the things that um, the that it's been happening so far as you know my the couple of people i've mostly been doing this with they'll have it on like on the speakers that they always work on at home so they'll just have the music going if they're going about their day throughout their house doing whatever, whatever they need to i mean we are on a lockdown so it's not like they can get out that much anyway but you know they just always are having this music playing and then they'll run in and go oh i love what you did do that you know do more of that <laughs> you know yeah so it's it, it feels it does feel like they're like they're right here, you know, it's quite nice. But like Gaz said, you know, I, you know, you don't have to, I, I do, just so everyone knows, I do wear pants during what, even during this. <laughs> <laughs> um, pants in the American and in the British sense. Um, and, uh, you know, no one, <laughs> sorry, and no one's traipsing mud through the house. No one's, you know, making a mess in my kitchen or, you know, what are, a lot, and actually there's, there's not a lot of the, kind of like filling in space sort of chit chat like uh because for example a lot of times what you know when i'm doing stuff you know my my back is unfortunately turned to the client who's sitting at the mm. sofa the back Good of the point. room and and so when i'm facing the computer and doing something they'll say oh can you do this thing it's something really complicated and i start doing it and because there's silence in the, in the room they go so did you see that new james bond trailer like they just start talking to me about stuff i'm like uh, uh wait uh, yeah yeah i did but let me finish this it, it's yeah it's, none, of, <laughs> yeah. none of that silence it's interesting there, you know? so it changes the world because i mean we we went through this transition once before didn't we with the kind of the lack of having to rewind tape anymore and you know so we don't have to wait to go back to the first course to listen it's all absolutely instantaneous there's less time to digest you know we i think we've spoken about this before so maybe what we're seeing now is this will sort of introduce a new another work working workflow paradigm shift in how much time is spent actually talking to your client yeah. or with people you know which yeah. may or be a good or a bad thing i'm just saying it's likely to actually change change the the topography of a session a little bit because well, if it, we're, makes, it makes the time definitely a lot more efficient you know yeah, I, yeah. that's but that's I, that's how i'm saying i'm not seeing it as being less personal because the thing is, it actually focuses us in a, in a better way because yeah. there's such a such a need to be social 
you know, even from my end, it's such a need to be social when you're in the studio. And, but when you're like, you know, when you're having a, a teleconference with someone, it's kind of, it's kind of like, let's, let's get down to business. Let's do the work. You know, <laughs> it's great. I really love it. I, Cause I love the work. Yeah. I I suppose the point, the point I was trying to make though, about like what you charge or is, is it, you know, it, I have a real problem with that side of things in general. So, you know, if, if, if someone wants like say some mix adjustments doing, if you do it in there and actually do, do, do those little adjustments could be done in a matter of about five minutes. Um, but if they come to your house, it's a sort of half a day or a couple of hours. Yeah, or something. yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So I know what you're I'm just wondering if it impacts on actually how much you would get paid for stuff. Oh, because they want you. So, you know, it's just maybe, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I suppose it could. I mean, I mean if, you know, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a good point. I mean, I suppose all of those things will change. Actually, there was something I, d I did forget to put in while we're at it. And we, because we were talking about, you know, and, and this is another thing that's come up, you know, this, this notion that we are duty bound to use this time wisely and learn stuff. I mean, that's not necessarily the case at all. You know, don't feel like, you know, I don't think everybody should feel under pressure to, to have a new skill at the end of all of this. It's really not, you know, it's just, if you want, there's the opportunity there. And one of the things that has come up, didn't, uh, I think Universal Audio announced their new uh, Lunar Door as are now available for download. I think it's today or this week. I'm sure I oh. saw it. And I, 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 I totally forgot about it. So it's not in the topics, but that, that would be something that you'd need to learn, obviously. So that might be a, a time to, to spend i don't know if anyone's downloaded it yet on the in the chat room or whether they're likely to i just somebody mentioned it and that's why it triggered my memory but you know well worth checking out and i'm sure um that's going to require input i'd imagine as well because it will it will it's a it's a fresh what do you call it it's a green shoots of a daw i suppose in some yes. ways yeah looks it's like very promising one. looks very promising mm. yeah yeah, well, cool. I, I hope so because I mean I know they've been putting a lot of time into it. Um, okay, uh, right. I, I think what we'll do is we'll do the uh, we'll do the uh, the competition right now because then we could get it out of the way and move on to another topic. This is Isotope Ozone Nine. I want to tell you about that. Audio mastering. Ozone Nine brings balance to your mix with never before seen processing for low end real-time instrument separation, and lightning-fast workflows powered by machine learning. Expect lower CPU usage and shorter startup times with Ozone 9 compared to Ozone 8. Experience fluid metering in a fully resizable environment that lets you track the most subtle details of your audio. Use more plugins at once, mix while you master without worrying about slowdowns or dropouts. And immerse yourself in a smooth, modern experience designed to keep you in your creative flow. As you can see, Ozone 9 is the fastest way to get your master off the ground. Thank you so much for watching. Be sure to check out our other videos and head to isotope.com to learn more about mixing and mastering and to download your free trial of Ozone 9. Indeed you can, and we thoroughly recommend it, particularly if you're trying to finish stuff. I mean, why not? It's, uh, it could prove the ideal companion for you, and obviously you can get a free demo. Uh, we have uh, got a competition for this week where you could win another copy of Isotope Ozone 9 Advanced. And I'm looking for the hashtag, I'm, I'm being topical this week, Mix in Isolation, and the hashtag Ozone 9. So if you tweet the hashtag Mix in Isolation, one word, and the hashtag Ozone 9, to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc., uh, then you will be entered for the competition draw next week. So that's the hashtag mix in isolation, the hashtag Ozone 9 to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. And we thank them for providing the prize this week. Uh, we've also got a winner from last week, and it's someone who's very uh, got a synthy topic, a synthy name. They've got Arp Quadra, who is actually called Ward Andrew GM, and they're from Devon in uh, in England, which is not far away from us, actually. So uh, they tweeted the winning tweet. Uh, I suspect your best mix is a lot better than mine because I haven't got ISO 9 yet. Well, you certainly have now. If you want to get in touch uh, at Ward Andrew GM, then you can claim your copy of Isotope 9 Advance. Okay, so um, we got to another thing. This was a, uh, something else that kind of came out, and I will let me see if I can find this because this was my choice. And I know, Gaz, this is probably going to be a bit controversial because I discovered this <laughs> on my own, and you was you were oh. like, "No, that was mine. I found it." And it, was, <laughs> it was actually totally independently. This is the. I don't know yeah. if anyone's seen these. These are the um, these little just sockets that you can plug in around the place, and it's got a remote control on off. They're, they're pretty good. They sometimes go a bit wonky, but it means like, for instance, you can have speakers on on 
button one, mixer on, you know, everything else on, cameras, lights, whatever. And we use it here. We've got a little white one. And uh, it, this, this, the idea of this topic was really things in your studio that are maybe not the kind of uh, the stars of the show, but are really mm. you, you would find hard to live without. They could be just <laughs> something as simple as an elastic band that you use to hold something in place, whatever it may be. And that was mine because um, it was nice and simple. It's called a remote socket adapter set, and it's like a little radio-controlled thing, and you just click it, and the lights go on or they go off. And it means that I can come in and I can switch on the speakers uh, after the mix has been on so there's no bang or I can, you know, I mean, you can get smarter ones that have got uh, sequences in them. You can get, you know, fancy things, but these are only, these are quite affordable. They're only like 25 bucks for kind of five channels of them. So it's quite, it's quite handy. So um, I think uh, we should probably come to you first, Gaz, because I'm curious to know, you know, what your, what your brace or, or, or single product is, you can, as much <laughs> as you like, just the unsung hero yeah. useful. Well, I've uh, similar to you. I'm using these ones now uh, for the same purpose, but um, I it, it comes with like a four way. And what's nice about that is, so it uh, it's got no batteries in it, so it sort of just generates the click. I won't press it now because it'll. Turn <laughs> <in>. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, ooh, okay. Uh, I knew it was actually me who brought this topic up. Um, and then you went and stole my thing. <laughs> I'm. Uh, yeah, that's all I right. did put it. I put it in the notes. I'm sure. <laughs> um, so what, those things, I've got them dotted around now in my room for different sections. You just sort of press the big orange switch, and it powers it up. So that's pretty cool. Um, my stream deck is getting more and more useful. As, oh, uh, that's the Elgato uh, stream deck. Elgato yeah, stream let, deck. Yeah. Let me just. Yeah. We have talked that about these before, brilliant. but, um, you know, the, the Stream Deck is such a configurable sort of useful device because it is essentially a addition, Little, an addition yeah. to your QWERTY keyboard. So, uh, But there's all sorts of plugins. Uh, you can get um, Hue, Philips Hue Light Control um, plugin for it now. So you can have all uh, – so you can control your lighting from, from there as well. Uh, you can create all sorts of custom – um, you can make it absolutely as custom perfect to your own setup. So, for instance, when you're in your OS, it's at, there's like an OS level version, so it can be just like quick shortcuts for loading in. So I've got it at that level. I've got a whole bunch of things I can do. There's a, I got a little C, there's a little CPU meter as well. So one of those squares can just be so you can constantly have a little oh, CPU neat. meter. Oh, neat! Because we should yeah. point out we should point out that each of these little buttons. Yeah, it's a, is, it's a little screen. It's a little LCD cube. So yeah. you can monitor, you can set that. I mean, they haven't got high frame rates, but they are. So they mm -hmm. can have moving images in them. They can. So, so uh, yeah. So that's yeah. why it's so, it's the, the visual feedback is mm -hmm. really useful. They do different yeah. button versions, don't they? Uh, yeah, and you completely customize what's on the buttons. So, uh, and there is a lot of presets for existing software, but really what you want to do is roll your sleeves up and just program custom things because you can have embedded buttons within buttons. So you can have like a folder. So for instance, when I'm in Cubase, I've got like a, like a views, a views subfolder. So I hit the views folder and it takes me where I can configure workspaces and various things there. And then I can, you know, then I can just zoom back. I can just zoom back out of that level, back up to my, my main Cubase level. But if I was to click on my desktop, then it would become the desktop choices as well. So, uh, you know, and then if I loaded up another piece of software, boom, then whatever. It's really, whatever yeah, it's, of, really, it's really, it is focus. really handy. It is really handy. Yeah. I, I'd yeah. say that's a very good chat. One thing, because um, we use we use vMix here, which is our main software, and you can set, there's a set that you can have for vMix where each of these little buttons would be what a preview of a, like a little loop of frames of what the actual shot that you're switching is it's really clever so you oh. can kind of so it'll show you that the, the image that okay. the camera yeah you can have it, it integrate cool. and so you know for that sort of stuff it's amazing i mean the little ones are actually yeah. very small they look much bigger but you get you have to get a, a six button and nine yeah, yeah, and a 50, there's a big one now as well, isn't there? Yeah. Um, Start at about, what, 100 quid, 120 quid or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah they're not very yeah. expensive. Yeah, not very expensive. Really useful. Yeah. That's a good shout. Yeah, and I think for me, because that is a new product format in sort of, you know, it, it's it's the way it's, it, I'm grow as I'm growing and learning new pieces of software, that thing's coming along for the ride as well. It's And I think before long it will be you know, an indispensable tool. 
It's interesting. It's almost what Apple have done with this kind of touch bar, isn't it? What they've tried yeah. to do, but it's actually yeah. it's yeah. it's better because it's separate from it. You know, I mean, the touch bar, the touch bar. I mean, I've got it here. I hardly ever use it. I mean, I've got a little u widget that I can create little buttons that I sometimes use, but I haven't really used it very much. I mean, I think it can show things like for scrolling arrangements, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But you see, the the Stream Deck, you see, you can just use it as a remote for your DAW wherever you are in the room as well. So you can have it all with all your transport controls on, have it as... as it as needs a, to be, it is wired though, isn't wired. it? Yeah, be, it is wired. wired. It's a USB but, connection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. Well, Yoad, I mean, you know, there's so many things in your room what mm -hmm. what are you what are, what are you going to put forward for the sort of um, indispensable doodah? I, I would say like like um, uh, the both of you before that the remote socket um, switches. This is what I have all around the studio here, um, and I use it. It runs on Wi-Fi, so I can do it actually from wherever I am in the world, which is nice. <laughs> and I've happened to to actually use it because sometimes I print stuff through the desk and i need certain um uh pieces of gear on the rack to 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 be switched on so wow. uh, so i have yeah so i have um i have six racks here and each couple is uh wired to one socket and then i have three racks of synths and each one so and i yeah so and the speakers wow. uh the back speakers and stuff like that uh, so that's very, very handy. The other thing, which is not for everybody, but people who work with Macs and PCs, is this little thing called Synergy. And what it allows me to do is to, it's a KV, KVM switch, basically, but a virtual one. So at the moment, I don't know if you can see it, but I'm moving stuff on the Mac. If I scroll, if I just move to the right, now I'm actually on the PC. Without, ah, without doing anything and and my keyboard if you can see my keyboard is not connected to, to the pc i just move the mouse here and now it's connected to the mac wow so oh, that's a seamless that's that's, that's cool. amazing because yeah so now now i'm on the pc now i'm on the mac and all i have to do is move the mouse it's like a it's like a secondary screen um wow. so that's really really handy the, uh, the other thing uh is similar to what Gaz was talking about only it's in soft kind of version, which means uh, it's it's basically a macro um, utility. I use keyboard maestro, but there are uh, many other ones uh, that work. Um, and what I do with that is that I set ten compressors to Alt one through to zero on insert two. And 10 EQs with control 1 to 0 on insert 3. So then when I mix, I just select the EQ, like I think about the EQ that I want, and I just type 6, for instance. Whoa. And uh, that will be the, the Neve EQ, the Neve compressor. And then I type 1, it will be the SS, control 1, it will be the SSL channel. So very quickly I can populate the, the inserts. And then I have command 1 through to 8 is the auxiliary sense so i basically populate um because the one thing that i find very very annoying and this is is a nice lead to the next topic maybe is um having to insert and and basically populate your your channels uh, right. which is really annoying but with that i just go okay it's a guitar track compressor eq done and then which is maybe another thing that is worth mentioning is this big knob. Oh, that's the, yeah. The, uh, yeah, I remember. We, we the, talked about that, I think, didn't we? And, yeah, um, that's a knob that, that allows you to hover above any parameter and it will, and it will move. Did we? Um, uh, were we? Oops. Oh, I think we Nick lost is Nick. Nick is frozen. <laughs> we're still live. Yeah. You um, right? <laughs> yeah, Get the tap so dancing uh, routine on. Let's <laughs> <laughs> keep that's my talking take right? on it. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll keep talking. The other thing which I find very useful is this Sneeve Desk. Um, it's a <laughs> it's a nice little tool that helps around the house, um, <laughs> and especially when you want to cut to chop your salad really, really thin. Yes. Um, 
Get two, just in what case. Else I, yeah. What else do I find useful? Hello, am I back? Hello, one, oh, two. Sorry, that's weird, isn't it? I did freeze. That's the first time that's ever happened. How bizarre. That's a, that's great. I was just going to ask you, yeah, I did. Were we were you on one of the early, one of the first Sonic talks you where we were talking about that, and you actually bought that knob as a result of us talking about it? I just was curious. Um, probably, probably. Excellent. But I remember us talking about this one after I got it. Love it. The, the nice yeah. thing, another nice thing that it has is an undo feature. So if you double tap the knob. It'll uh, just undo what? Ah, okay. That's, that's nice. Un, it, yeah. That's it cool. gives that's you an very undo neat. for the last, the last uh, mouse uh, tweak, basically. What, what is it called again, Yoad, please? It's called... Um, what did we call? I remember what it was. It was... NAC. What's it called? Um... Wow, I can't see here. Something, it's... I do knob, remember... Which is spelled, uh, it's N-O-B. Oh, a knob, isn't it? Yeah. Knob controller. I do remember that. Cool. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I, I use it's, one... It's a, li- it, it's a little bit pricey, but yeah, I, I, is, use but... It, I use it a lot, and it's really nice. Because what I find with, with other controllers is that you you have to look at the button, at the at the control you're moving, then you look at the screen... And then you look at the at the mouse. So it's and with this, you just hover above a parameter, and uh, and and it, it will just uh, yeah. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Is that using that. like a basically a mouse mouse wheel? I suppose. I... But what it is, it's actually a mouse wheel. That's all yeah. it is. It's a mouse yeah, pro. Yeah, yeah. But it's oh, it's just. Cool really handy and i have it just because you've here, got yeah so the, I... the, the steinberg were one of the first people to have that sort of yeah uh, whatever that's... the mouse is over yeah. knob didn't they yeah. yeah and that would be like called but, the ai the, you pr- so you the, press yeah the, the only button. the only no. difference with with this is that it doesn't work as a as a as a scroll wheel it works as a huey on a huey or controller protocol yeah. so it works only on on their plugins through mm, or in right. cubase whereas this one yeah you can you can scroll with it in Finder and and anything on the Mac. Yeah, yeah, it's wow. uh, cool. I think it's a. Uh, however, this one, in in its fairness, so because if you can pick these up cheap, if you, I suppose, really do need to be a Cubase user. But one thing that is actually super cool on it though is the lock feature. So when you find a parameter that you want to adjust, you lock it, and then you can go away from right. that. And then it'll just and it'll, uh, it'll stay. That's a good one. Until you unlocked it, but um, what? Okay. Yeah. Some there's some great ones in there. I'm like Charles. The the pressure's on now. You got to top all of those because uh, <laughs> there were some great ones in there. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, okay. Well, I, yeah, I, I'm the same with the with the uh, the switches. I get them all over the, the place. I control. Switch, yeah. all, they control all the lights. They control all the speakers. Um, I have separate switches for uh, any valve gear, especially any valve gear that runs on American power, because about half of my stuff still runs on American power because I've had it for so long. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> wow, what do I? Well, you know, I had. I think I mentioned this once before on the show, and uh, that is, I wonder if I can show you this. I. So this is kind of a. Bear with me while I move move some crucial lighting here. And I'm going to turn over to these Ikea shoe shelves, man. I love these things. These things are great. And they happen to fit synths. <laughs> so, and you can just build them anywhere. You don't have to spend a fortune. That, um, they're, I think they're 110 centimeters wide, generally. And uh, they're four to ceiling poles. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, it's where... It's great. That was my my main stacking of keyboard and stuff. I, I do I, have one. Of... I'm trying Sorry. to find. I'm trying to find it because I think they changed. They changed the. Uh, is it this one? Is it called El Valley? Yeah, that's, that's it. But that's only oh, eighty yeah. by thirty six. You see, they've changed the oh. size. So they, I think I think the range. I I, and I, I agree. I, I have a a, a a dim recollection that, that we mourned the passing of that product range <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I use the uh, I, I use the Jasper stuff now because at least it's on wheels and everything. But uh, but I do I do mm-hmm. I do like the, the IKEA ones, and I'm sure you could probably 
funny. There's probably a roaring trade in black market IKEA stuff. This yeah. is this is a cool this is a cool little IKEA. Those thing. are cool. Yeah. Uh, that slides onto like a tabletop and then gives you a you know like a little drawer that you can attach onto any surface. So, oh. so my little synth corner there, I've got a few of these with the the necessary you know oddities and cables and stuff. But uh, it's the fact that it, it's yeah that it can add on drawers. I'm That's sure loads of you know these anyway, but there's... No, really I haven't seen those. What is it? Yeah. Is it like a one centimeter or what's the diameter on the, uh, uh, on the hook? Ooh, um, hang on. Oh, you don't have to measure. <laughs> I'm just curious. Oh. Okay, while we're on the subject of IKEA stuff, I just sort of dashed off to pick up the, uh, uh my other two, one here. Sorry, what? Two, two centimeters. Two. Oh, that's two good. Cent- so it's almost two centimeters. Almost inch. That's good. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, well, yeah. the other thing we're on IKEA stuff. Don't forget the little yeah. laptop stand. Uh, you can yes. get you could get big ones and little ones of these, and these are really useful if you shoot video and just for having something yeah. behind something else. Uh, they're about a quid. Uh, <laughs> oh, not that we can go to IKEA at the moment, obviously, but you know, mm, think that's... of the joy you can have when the, when when we're allowed to go to IKEA again. You'll do. You can just. It's just. It's going to be fantastic. You'll be able to buy loads yeah. of plastic the stuff <laughs> loads of single-use plastic yeah well well it's not a single-use plastic it get, actually gets used quite a lot and um and you know and I, I, I know that i get a lot of flack generally this show gets a lot of flack for being anti-berringer which we're not really and um, i think you should go back and listen but berringer make a load of really useful stuff in fact what we did um okay. the other day uh oh, oh, yes, i'm looking for my i don't think we can see it here but uh, right here, I've got an X32, and um, the other day I swapped out the ADAT card for a USB card, which means that all the audio can go in and out. And that was like, I think it was about 80 quid, and that's 32 wow. IO it'll give me on that. So I'll get 32 IO over USB on the X32, which I think is yeah. a fantastic piece of equipment. And uh, the wing mixer looks really good, although it's a bit bigger. I don't know if it's quite so... Uh, quite so immediately user friendly because it's so much more configurable but <clears throat> and they do loads of loads of other really useful little things uh one thing that we also have here i don't know if i can show this i probably um no hdmi splitters about oh. a tenner about a tenner. let me see if i can find one of those this is while we're on the subject oh oh he's gone again he's gone again he's on gone camera again. he's gone <laughs> <laughs> now, now if you need to do a load of uh uh if you've got screens and you want to mirror them about the place it can be a real pain but uh we use these things which are just tiny these are these aren't 4k they're in, I, I think you can get 4k ones it's just one in two out and it's powered via five volts so you can usually run it off a usb password we got them all over the place because we have screens du- duplicated everywhere they're about a tenner and that's really useful just for splitting um, one into two HDMI. And one thing they also do is they strip out HDCP, which is kind of useful sometimes if uh, you need to get something from, like, if you want to get a laptop into a capture system, quite often the HDMI out of that will have HDCP, which is copy protect. And that'll strip this out because if you're, you know, if you just want to do a screencast, you're not actually trying to copy Netflix movies or anything like that, which we obviously don't contone, then you can use one of these and it'll strip off the HDCP as well this this one nick this oh, is a uh, oh what we got that thing, oh the little cable things. tester cable tester i mean this is a behringer one i think it's a clone of a have another one so but there's lots of different ones available but i gotta say i mean i've only had this about maybe a year and i wish i'd have had one for the last 30 years <laughs> but the thing that makes these things indispensable is the intermittent lights so you can plug pretty much any cable to any cable. You've got MIDI on, MIDI on the sides here. Um, but the intermittent light, you, know, you make the connection and it's all fine. If you just give the cable a little shake and then the intermittent lights light up. Ah, that's handy. That's that is, that is good. those really annoying leads that sometimes... <laughs> do they work? Oh, it's working, yeah. it's working. I'm sure it didn't. And then that can detect it with that intermittent fault. So, um, And that's about 15 quid. Oh, my goodness. I should have had one years ago. Yeah. Well, I used to use that sort of thing for live. Uh, well, I didn't, actually. But when I was a live engineer, I... 
there was nothing. The only things that you could buy like that were really expensive. And I just I invented. Well, I started to specify this little box because my lodger was an old was a uh, electronics engineer, and I wanted to get it made. I wanted to do all of that stuff, but also have like a sign sweep that just did a readout so that I could plug it into the PA and just go doop, up it and go, oh, hold on, that frequency just popped out, tweak the graphic, you know, but I never yeah, got around to making good. it. These do have test tones in them as well. Ah, okay. All right, yeah. that's cool. Nice. Anyway, I just wanted to put a, wor a word in for, for B there because uh, they're, they're still releasing endless videos on, uh, I think that at the moment they're, they're doing the system... It's the, the Moog kind of uh, clone modules, isn't it? They're doing a whole load of those. And there's like almost one every day. So pretty soon you'll be able to make a system, whatever it is, out of their stuff once once it all gets to the market. I mean, I imagine like them, like everybody else, is struggling with manufacturing distribution, but everything's going to pause for a little while. But then there'll be this huge outpouring of uh, acquisition, maybe, and, uh, and, and, and all the things that, rather than making these kind of rash purchases that one is wont to do because you can, you th uh -huh. it'd be like saving your pocket money and thinking about what you need, you know, and you'd be going, I really want to get one of those, and I really want, rather than all of it. <clears throat> anyway, that's just a, maybe that's something else that will happen. I know, yeah, but as your, as your uh, Amazon delivery guy... Um, stopped sending you christmas cards because you're, you're not you're not using them as much at the moment or are you still kind uh, of well i use it for for other stuff you know i i bought this kind of salad chopper which <laughs> okay. i'm really proud of <laughs> you know so there's yeah there's, there's other, other things, things. yeah that's true there yeah. are other things that's very true um, yeah. but uh, no i did buy something small but you know it's like all those cables and all those adapters and things like that which, oh god yeah you you suddenly need or or uh yeah i have to say that my my studio is pretty tidy um uh, gosh we've uh i've just realized we're getting nearly to five o'clock it's i can't believe that we've been going for so long but um it's easy how uh how we can find stuff to talk about when we when we've got the right topic so good good choice there gaz yeah. um uh, there are, hey, uh, Nick, can i add yeah. one thing in real quick oh yeah you know just to touch on touch on something that you did see earlier which i think it's really important to get across is um, there, you know, there are so many videos right now out on YouTube about, you know, how to be productive during this time and, you know, learn new skills. And I think a lot of people, you know, I, I'm very much a person who's, I'm very driven. I'm constantly trying to learn stuff, but I'm also, you know, I, I'm not like a, a self abuser. And I think a lot of people feel so much pressure because of this downtime that, you know, they have to, come out of this like knowing Sanskrit or you know, yeah, some, sure. got to learn some new skills. There's all this pressure. And I just think, I think, you know, maybe some of this time, if you look at it from a larger perspective, some of this time is because we might, maybe we need some downtime. Maybe we need to not be so hard on ourselves about trying to learn some obscure skill or even just some basic skill, you know, just maybe it's important for us to take a break and be, be okay with that. Yeah, yeah I, that's I, true. I, I guess I'm saying because I just don't want people to feel like, you know, here we are talking about all these things that we're doing and getting, you know, and I'm, I'm even talking about my own business doing really well. But, you know, the thing is, it, maybe that's just not for everybody. Maybe yeah. some people just need the time off, you know, and that's absolutely okay. <laughs> I think that's okay. a very good point. A very good point, uh, actually, Jackie. Yeah, very good point. Um, did we want to get, get the, I know yeah, you were talking about uh, there were a couple of things that we were going to quickly mention. Certainly, uh, first of all, um, I th have I got a video for this? Oh, yeah. Ableton, Ableton Live, Live now has Console One, which is actually quite a big deal. Live is now fully compatible with Console One. I mean, that's all you need to know, really, isn't it? I mean, because basically Console <laughs> One, the thing about Console One is it, it communicates into plugin-wise and you can basically control each plugin on each thing. So it works with Ableton Live. That's a good one. Uh, and uh, that was... Oh, hold on. That's a big one. I'm getting a phone call now. I have to answer because you never know what it might be. Just give me one second. Okay, so Chuck, Chuck's over, Nick. Um, so this looks quite interesting. I think that the console one ecosystem is growing and now so to be able for it to be fully integrated into life now i'm not sure are we talking about is it actually when it's compatible with live are we talking about it actually being able to be mapped directly to ableton uh Ableton plugin. Well, now you got me because I didn't play the whole video, did I? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, because console one uh, traditionally works with the console one enabled stuff. It's not so much for a, a generic controller. That's not the. That's not its its superpower really. So. Should have, I should have researched this one. Yeah, so that, that doesn't really work that way. But that was, I thought that was kind of worth mentioning because it's actually quite a big deal. So there must be something afoot on the uh, API interconnectivity front. I don't know whether that's the case or not. I mean, I know I, I don't know how many of us use console. I know Rich Hilton's a big convert to console one, and lots yeah, of people are I've, really digging it. Sorry, I've, I've used it, and it's a really, really good experience. It's a really nice experience. That the sound is of the plugins uh, is really good but there's something about the way you tweak the knob and hearing the sound. I know everything, every controller does it, but there's something about that that just feels right. And it feels like something you would want to use on, on a lot of channels. Um, it's a really nice experience and, and I'm glad that it works on, on live. Not that I use live, I mainly use Logic and, and Pro Tools um, for mixing, but uh, I know that a lot of uh, Ableton Live users will be very, very pleased with that. Yeah, I'd imagine. I mean, I suppose, I don't know, Chicky, I don't know whether, do you often mix, like, traditionally-wise in Ableton Live? I mean, it's more, you'd more be working on the arrangement, in, right? Yeah, I, I, I create and, and arrange so forth in, uh, in Ableton Live, but I mix pretty much in Pro Tools and Studio One. And these days, it's mostly Studio One. Um, but I, I do love Ableton Live. And I, and I have put out mixes from Ableton Live. Uh, I'm just, I'm not totally convinced on how the game structuring works in it and the metering. And whereas I know how the metering works in Pro Tools and Studio One. That's the only reason why. Um, right. Well, but, that makes uh, but, but, I, I, but I do love Ableton Live and I, and I, I have used the console once. So the fact that it's integrated with Ableton Live now, that's, that's fantastic. I would definitely use that. Yeah, I think that would be cool. I mean, I think obviously the other thing that uh, Ableton Live we'd like to see is uh, MPE support, please. That would be the other. Uh, the, 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 that's the one last thing. I, well, I'm sure other power users probably have other major uh, requests as well. But uh, preferences, key commands, key yes. commands stored. That's the that's the reason I personally I love Ableton Live. The reason I don't use it is because you can't store your key commands as preferences, and I use key commands all the time. Um, and the fact that, you know, you can only work. So if you can, you can set a, a template song and save it and start from that every time, and then you can store the key commands with that. But if you get other people's sessions and stuff like that, then I would, I would be lost without my key commands. Uh, on yeah, well, all... and logic, I use them all the time. It's worth it's worth it. Do you actually? That's a question. Um, this is the one thing about being able to do uh, a custom key commands. Obviously, do you try and make them? comparable across platforms so you kind of go um, yeah kind of kind of my i have the, the key commands i use are a bit from some some are from protos default because on protos you can't change them um so i have a combination of stuff which i use on logic which is my main platform but on cubase i set the same key commands some of some of them of them are, are compatible with uh, with protos as well but in, in Ableton Live, you can set up key commands, but it's per session and it's not yes. saved with your preferences. And that's yeah. for me is a big right. problem. That would, that's got to be a pretty easy XML import yeah. thing. I mean, that can't be hard to do, I'd imagine. You just sort of say, uh, yeah. every time I load, use these default key commands, surely, or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, it'd be, I'm sure there's a. Yeah, that would be an easy thing to do. Um, uh, we should, uh, at, th at the very least, I don't know if we'll get on to the other SoftGube one, but we should certainly say happy birthday to Dave Smith, I think, because uh, he was 70 last week. And I think, was it? Th I can't forget happy which. Happy birthday, I Dave. Thank you for we... all the amazing instruments and inspiration. And there was this great video of just loads and loads of people kind of just doing birthday messages. I was a bit disappointed that I didn't get asked, actually. I'd love to have done one because Dave Smith is a great guy. <laughs> but there are, uh, it's literally, there are tons and tons and tons and tons of people all saying the same thing. So, uh, yes, happy birthday, Dave Smith, 70 years old. I, I've, I think I've probably first interviewed him maybe 15, 20 years ago. And he always struck me as a really nice guy. I mean, still is a really nice guy. I'm just obviously not going to be able to see him in person until we, until we get through all of this business. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of amazing when you think suddenly from being 
Dave around the place. He's now the 70-year-old Dave, which is only a number, but it kind of puts him in the sort of elder statement category, which I'm sure he must hate. Um, well, but, uh, yeah. I... I did that when when I did the interview for the uh, Meet the Makers Extra from Superbooth last year. I didn't want to ask him about equipment at all, so I, I was just asking him about his music taste, and I made a huge error in that. Um, I know I was really keen to ask him about all the stuff that was going on in the 1970s. I'm like obviously 70s mad, and, uh, and we got to the end of the interview, and he t- had all these wonderful stories, and then he said. But he didn't ask me about modern music. And I was like, oh, no. And it turns out he is a massive gig. He goes to, well, I mean, he won't be at the moment, but has been going to gigs like all the time, all the time, because bands coming through San Francisco all the time would be putting him on a guest list, so he'd be going to all these gigs. And he was right. He was up on so much of the kind of cool and hip music. And I was like, this guy is amazing. I mean, this was so, he was obviously 69 at the time, but he, uh, his finger was so on the pulse of, uh, um, you know, and he, he was saying about um, bands like Paris Monster, who are amazing. You know, everyone should check them out. Um, and his favorite band of all time, Radiohead. How about ah, that? Yeah. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Top chat. And, and I know, yeah, Ad, you've got the, uh, you got the Rev Two. You got our, you bought our uh, X uh, X review Rev. Excellent. Was it Rev Two? Yeah. yeah, Rev Two, which I know yeah, you're very keen on. So he does d- just does some great stuff. Yeah, I like it. Um, I you know I used to have the Tetra before. I used to have two units uh, to give me eight voices, and I'm not sure that I that I'm not preferring the sound of the Tetra. There was something kind of beefy beefier about it. Synthesis-wise, uh, the Rev2 is really nice, and I also use it as a controller for for Omnisphere, which is which is really a very very nice experience. With the yeah, well, so, so many controllers on yeah. that. Yeah, that, no, good, cool. Yeah, I don't know. Have you got any Dave Smith stuff there, but Charles? I've got a Rev2. Rev2 ah, ah yeah. excellent. Rev2 seems like to be that. That, that and my Hydrosynth would make a nice little stack. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, how are you getting on with the hydrosynth? They're still coming, and people are still uh, posting in the yeah. the Facebook hydrosynth group game. My arrived yesterday, so they're still coming through. So, I love that thing, man! I love that. So I'm working on a new track, which I just have up there on the computer now. And uh, I was I originally had like just you know piano, just pedaling some chords through this thing, and that uh, and then like the first sound that opens up on there. Uh, saw presser or whatever it is i forgot they're very you know a001 whatever that preset is i just put that out there it's it's the perfect sound it's the perfect sound for what I'm oh the, uh, like, the, that first one is a very simple sawtooth with very nice uh aftertouch oh, control yeah, isn't it yeah that's right uh-huh. yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah it's yeah. it's very beautiful sounding it sounds it's it's the most cs80 ish type sound that's on that i think you know, I, I love it. I love the sound of that. I mean, I'm a big CS80 fan, so. But then again, who isn't? So. Yeah, well, uh, a lot of people are. A lot of people are, and yeah. uh, uh, just not many people can get a hold of one. But, uh, oh, well, excellent. Yeah. Sorry, guess that, that could be another topic as well, couldn't it? You know, the greatest f- number one patch on the, the, the first one that, that everyone's greeted to, because Universe on the M1 was an astonishing experience at the time, wasn't it? Do you remember? Ubiquitous, yeah. Yeah, but it was a jaw-dropping experience, wasn't it? It was just like, well, I mean, it was for me at the time. I just could not yeah. believe it when, you know, and it was, oh, it felt like the future. Um, you know, yeah, but did you play with the steel drums on it, though? <laughs> <laughs> Good shout. Yeah, we're still waiting. Actually, we're very disappointed. We haven't, we haven't had any uh, oh, patch yes. examples. People are supposed to be sending in some patches. Oh, yeah, patch the examples. worst ever oh. patches. Gosh, I think we're probably at the uh, we're at the time when it's time to say goodbye because we're, we're we're there. So uh, we didn't get through quite everything, which is good because it's always good to have more topics than you need, especially when there's no news. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> uh, but uh, all you folks, stay safe out there. You know, do what you're supposed to do, and um, you know, be sensible. And we'll get through this much quicker if everybody stays at home and kind of isolates. So please do and uh, use your time wisely or unwisely, however you feel is best spent. But don't, there's no pressure. Um, Charles, thank you so much for joining us. been a pleasure to have you. And uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we will see you again very soon. Lovely and, to be here. Lovely to uh, be here. And also, Mr. Yard Nemo, thanks for joining us as well. Uh, we'll uh, have some content for you coming up. 
You're always welcome. And also, Mr. Gaz Williams, thank you very much. You've got a couple of things coming up for review with us, so we'll see yeah, those in yeah, soon. Exciting, cool things. Yeah, good. Thank you very much. Take, okay, take, well, be safe, everyone. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it for this week. Thank you very much. We'll just press the uh, the, the celebrity squares button, and we'll sail off into the sunset underneath the uh, the usual jiggle. See you all later. Thanks for watching. See you next time.